The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over or under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, my name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne uh, in the northeast coast of England. Um, joining me tonight, we've got another little turbo weekend episode uh, of the MLB Gambling Pod. Uh, and joining me, same as last night, Noah Bennett. Noah, how are you doing, man? Doing pretty good, Malcolm. Uh, hopefully the Wi-Fi holds on. I don't know what it's doing right now, but it's skipping for me. Um, but, you know... It wasn't a very good day for both of us yesterday, but I had a 17 to 2 win on the Arkansas play that I gave out on the podcast yesterday. So that makes me feel a little bit better. Oh, I get your flex early. Okay. So, yeah, let's go through whatever was going on. What we yeah. Because it's, um, we're, we're in the middle of a lot of the games, the, the, the day games. Uh, what time we're recording? It's, it's about quarter to midnight where I am. Um, so the day games are kind of. There's been a couple of games finished and a lot of them are halfway through. Um, but yeah, I gave out that horse that um, ran like a hairy goat. Um, <laughs> turns It turns out you know, the odds reflect the chances and it was 33 to 1 for a reason. Um, your uh, college baseball bet came in, like you say, though. In terms of our yeah. picks, um, Atlanta Cubs, I gave out the Braves and I was so close to giving out the Cubs. I've got it written down here. There, it says... Came close to picking the Cubs, um, but I wanted an extra <laughs> 10, 20 points of value. I actually streamed um, Steel, Justin Steel, in the D-Gents League. I picked him up. I needed a win. I was That's level on wins do. with my opposition, uh, and I thought he was my best option for a win. So I streamed him. So I was kind of on the right lines, but, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, I need to stream. Like, I need to stream for a couple of wins tomorrow. You reminded me that. Uh, that's what I was like. Oh, that's there you what go. I gotta then. do. Oh, so I gotta do that because I'm down five four, and I just need some wins. Oh well, I could have, uh, I could have uh, told you, Jason Steele today. So yeah, I, I was, I was kind of handicapped it right, and then gave the wrong pick. So what's the point of that? Um, I gave out Cincinnati, <laughs> uh, who are getting beat. A handicapped Graham Ashcraft. He wasn't terrible actually. Um, and that game's still going on as we speak. Oh, it's seven to three now for the Brewers. So yeah, that looks pretty dead. Um, uh, yeah, Jason Alex has given up lots of hits and walks, which is what I said he would, and they didn't trans uh, translate into runs. And then yeah, Graham Ashcraft uh, wasn't brilliant, so that one's gone belly up. And I've still got my Cleveland and Dodgers first five to come. Yeah, um, uh, for, you for me that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And talk us through your three. Yeah, my first one was. Uh... Let's go back before my third one. Uh, that's the way my notebook is aligned right now. It was uh, Toronto. Manoa gave up four in the first 5.1, and then nobody else scored in the rest of the game. So 
Um, Toronto got shut out, which doesn't happen normally for that offense. And then uh, we'll go to the one hit that I had, which was the over in the Rays and Orioles. And that one's still playing. That score is six to five, but that one cashed pretty easily. And then the uh, the head scratcher, the night, the White Sox broke a rule. They broke two rules. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they lit up Verlander. Rules, yeah. They they put up seven runs on Verlander, which, I mean, that's like his first bad start all year. So it really caught me off guard there. Um, yeah, so Houston was definitely not quite a lock. <laughs> that one fell through. So it's still like seven nothing uh, wherever they're at right now in the yeah, game. Yeah, so, so some gold rules that have been broken that might please you a little bit is that the uh, Detroit Tigers have eighteen hits so far tonight as we speak. I know uh, 40, 14 runs. That's more than they've got all season. It is. It's the most runs we've scored since September fifteenth of last year. <laughs> yeah, they lead Texas forty to four. So yeah, it's been a a bit of a knock was... night. This game's as well. You could have picked the Mets look like winning comfortably. The Giants are ahead. But yeah, one of those things. And even I knew it was going to be a weird night when I saw Brad Keller took a no hitter into the sixth, I think, for the <laughs> Royals. But his, his ERA is about 46 and a half. Uh, and he was uh... the long pitch and a no hitter. So. There's a good um, stat that I t- that I retweeted about the Tigers' offense today, and I have to find it. It's Robbie Grossman. He had a home run to start off the scoring today in today's game. Yeah, it was the first run scored since Monday when Miguel Cabrera hit an RBI single. We had <laughs> scored we had scored two runs during the entire week. In four games, one was off That's of a failed trendy. pickoff, and one was off of a sack fly. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. And then the, it is a crazy game. Like, it's such a great... Uh, what we've done tonight, uh, listeners, is as we did last night, we're gonna, we've are we've taken three games each, um, just had a look at the card and picked uh, three games that we both like the look of. Um, as it happens, I do have a lock, dog, and tool, but it was more... By look, the judgment, it's not the way I set out to handicap the games. Uh, so we'll take you through these six games uh, one at a time. Hopefully, we'll be able to throw out a few ways. Um, I'll lead us off tonight. Um, I started, I'll tell you, I'll start with my dog. Um, to, uh, my dog tomorrow is going to be uh, 310 Eastern first pitch, and the game is the San Diego Padres and the Colorado Rockies. Um, Blake Snell is pitching for San Diego and Antonio Sanzatella uh, is pitching for the Rockies um, and I'll just put my page because I've not been on it for about five minutes um, here we go I have found it the uh, is a minus 135 and the Rockies plus 117 with the total set at 12 uh, now obviously this is my dog plays, so my pick is going to be the Colorado Rockies. Um, Blake Snell is 0-3, uh, 504 ERA. He started five games now since he returned from injury. Uh, 25 minutes, 29 Ks, and a 136. Sensatella, 2-3, 479 ERA. Um, 47 innings pitch, 24 Ks, and a 181 whip. Now, two of Snell's last three starts have been okay, um, including... Um, against Colorado at home, 
um, on the 12th of June. Um, however, the, the the key number for me uh, is in two visits to QS3 last season, 2021, um, he pitched seven and a third and gave up nine earned runs. Um, so I think Colorado will will and can have the measure of him tomorrow. Uh, Sensatella, that 181 whip is the is the worrying thing, but he's put up two good starts recently. He one shocker. So the that high sort of whip in the, the ERA, um, he gave up 13 earned runs against Miami in one game. Um, but he's been much better at home. He's got a 390 ERA at home. Um Colorado 11 and 12 against lefties, uh, which is okay. That plays, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a just under a 500 record, so it reflects in the price. Uh, so I thought most that with that record of Snell last, sorry, it's most of their wins, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that record that Snell has in Coors Field was enough just to tip us in the uh, in the favor of Colorado. I had it written down at plus 120 earlier on. Uh, it hasn't shifted much. I'm saying plus 117 now. Um, so I'm going to take the Rockies as my dog of the day. Um, Noah, you can start wherever you like. So I'll go with the dog as well. And I have a similar angle to you as well. Because, I, I mean, the pitcher that I'm fading isn't a bad name. And it's Chris Bassett. On the air, he's 5-4 and four with a 389 ERA, 81 strikeouts, 24 walks, and 76.1 in, innings pitched. But... <clears throat> In his last five starts, it's sort of been a mixed bag. He gave up eight runs to the Giants, then gave up one run to the Phillies. Then he gave up three runs to the Dodgers, six runs to the Padres. And his last start that he just made was against the Brewers, who have been struggling as of late. He went eight innings, only gave up three hits with no runs. That was at home. So he has another home start here, but he's going up against probably a guy that could argue for the NL Cy Young right now and. um uh, Sandy Alcantara. I mean, the Marlins have lost four of their last five and the Mets have won four of their last five, but the Marlins have won five of Alcantara's last six starts. In his last six starts, Alcantara has tossed at least seven innings in all of them with at least five strikeouts and only giving up three total runs in that span. On the year, Alcantara has a 6-2 and two record with a 168 ERA. 82 strikeouts, 27 walks at 91.1 innings pitched. I will say this kind of feels like a square play because they should know that Alcantara has been great all year and it's still a dog at plus 112. I I like that price. It just seems like there's something up with that line, but I'm I'm still going to give it out because I, I, I like my, Miami with Alcantara on the mound today. You know, the certain teams who only ever look like winning in certain positions and Miami with Alcantara is one of them but um, I don't know about this I don't, I'm not very keen on this I, I do prefer the Mets in this situation I know Bassett struggled on that we talked about a couple of times about that epic road trip that the Mets went on uh, through Colorado and down at the Cali they played all the Cali teams um, and there was the home comforts that we were that Bassett was looking to enjoy and, and looked great um, in that start against the Brewers. Um, yeah. And the, the Mets are just at the moment. They're co- comfortable again tonight. Uh, Francisco Lindor uh, hit another bomb tonight, having hit a three-run dinger last night. That was a cool story. I don't know if you saw that online. About his man being at the match. I did yeah. see that, yeah. Is that what he you like lit up? Yeah, lit up in emotion after he was around the first base too. That was cool. 
Yeah, he's, he's a fun player to root for, Lindo. Um, so, yeah, I must admit, no, I wouldn't uh, be taking the Marlins in that situation. But, the, I mean, the, the case you make is is a very valid one. That, um, you've got the best pitcher, you've got a Cy Young contender, uh, yeah. and you're getting plus money. I don't think we gave the, the uh, Marlins a plus 112. Oh, yeah, my bad. Yeah, the Mi- right. uh, yeah, Miami's plus 112. The Mets are minus 132. Um, and the run line's just kind of not playable. Too juicy at minus 184 there for the Miami Marlins. Uh, the total set at seven, so it's going to be a close game. It's going to be low scoring. Miami's going to have a fighter's chance. Like I said, it kind of feels like a square play. And as you confirm, I mean, the Mets are rolling right now, and they're good at home. So, and Bassett's not a bad pitcher. Like, I'm not knocking Bassett here. And Dylan's probably going to be against me as well. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dylan will be furious with you. Um, okay, we'll move on. I'm going to go to my total next, um, which is one of the later games, a 4 10 Eastern first pitch, the Minnesota Twins at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, Chris Archer goes for Minnesota, and Merrill Kelly goes for Arizona. Uh, the money lines are even money for the D-backs at home. Minnesota are minus 120. The total is at nine and a half. Um, I think you'll pretty quickly get the idea where I'm going once I've started the handicap. Um, Archer, one and two with a E35 ERA. Um, he's pitched 48 innings in 12 games. So you get where... That, divide that, it's four innings a game. That's what you're getting off Archer uh, so far this season. He's tipped into the fifth inning once or twice, uh, but they're still looking after him because I think we all know he's had an injury history. He's had 37 Ks in those 48 innings uh, with a 134 whip. Um, Merrill Kelly is 5-4 and four with a 368 ERA. 71 innings pitch. 71 strikeouts and a 135 whip. Um yeah, these short starts from Archer, but he's only allowed one run or fewer um, in five of his last six starts. Um, he's got a 249 road ERA, which is absolutely fine. Um, Kelly's the the little worry here. Um, in the, his last seven um, starts have yielded a 635 ERA, um, but there's a, there's a bad start at the Dodgers in there, which you can kind of allow him. Um, and he had a, another bad start, but he had consecutive games again since he in the since he got to him the second time. So again, I'm not hugely concerned. Um, he's been much better at home as well, uh, Merrill Kelly with a 338 ERA. Um, so two pitchers that I think can hold it together and throw in that Diamondbacks offense, which isn't uh, particularly exciting. And that nine and a half looks huge to me. Um, so I'll take the under nine and a half. Um, at minus 110, uh, Noah. Yeah, Merrill Kelly was a fantasy darling at the beginning of the year. And, you know, uh, going up against the Twins here, who are hit and miss against right-handed pitching. Um, nine and a half does look like a big total for both of these lackluster offenses. Um, okay, we will get to our um, next three picks in a moment. Once I've spoken about Manscaped, um, it's Father's Day. Uh, next weekend, I think, for you, people. It's Father's Day tomorrow uh, here. Well, it's Father's, Father's Day, Day tomorrow. Seven. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, well, I'll probably not read that out then, so I'll read something else out. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what we'll do. But because that's all Father's Day related, it's too late. 
Um, I thought I think we had a different Father's Day. It's seven minutes to Father's Day, so I might treat myself to a little whiskey or something in seven. We got we got um, five hours and seven minutes. Props to Malcolm though, recording this at midnight. That's a nice little uh, crowbar in there. He's he's been a well, tough shoulder already, here. I've already mentioned it twice so far. The fifteen minutes we've been recording. I'll try <laughs> and get it in a couple more times. Uh, right then. What so, time is it over there? We are. Sorry. So, what it's time it's is about, it over? Thanks there? for asking. About seven minutes to midnight, mate. Okay. But, you know. Uh, <laughs> for the for the DGENs, um, as well as Manscaped, get to manscaped.com, use the code SGP. That's all we'll say on that one. Um, but we'll also mention Athletic Greens on their AG1 supplement. And with one delicious scoop, you absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, or superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients, supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. Um, costs less than $3 a day. Um, supports better sleep quality and recovery in Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. Uh, to make it easy, Athletic Greens will give you a free one-year supply of immune support and vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. That's athleticgreens.com slash SGP. And I will tell you about IP Vanish, um, the VPN. Uh, which makes it easy to say truly, truly private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps you safely browse by encrypting 100% of your data. So passwords, communications, browsing history, private details will be completely shielded. Uh, physical location as well. You can use it on unlimited devices, including a Fire Stick for streaming. And IP Vanish will offer 70% of the early plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. The equivalent of getting nine months for free. It's dead easy to use. Uh, one click of a button and you are completely covered. Go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. Use promotional code SGP. Claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. Uh, we have got three games uh, to cover. Uh, we're going to move across to you. Uh, Noah, it's around about five to midnight here. Uh, you can uh, you can take us away with what have you got next? <laughs> Um, first off, I have more breaking news that I have to, I have to break. I did it yesterday's podcast. I'm going to break the breaking news. Yeah. We have the AL rookie of the year on the Detroit Tigers. I don't know if you knew that, but Riley green, his first game on the team, he's reached basically. Yeah. yeah, He's reached base safely four times in his rookie debut. It's the first time a player has done that since 2018, the Orioles Cedric Mullins. And he's the first Detroit Tiger to do it since Scott Livingstone in July 7th, July 19th, 1991. So yeah, he's, he's the AL rookie of the year. I wrote, I wrote that up in the article way back in the preseason almost looked like shit, but you know, none of the guys really have jumped out to a crazy lead besides maybe Bobby Wood Jr. I'd say, right. Yeah. Yeah. It would have pleased me greatly if I managed to um, snatch him off the way of a way before you picked him up, but you went, you hadn't stashed away your one step ahead there. So Uh, So, to you. Uh, Okay. What you got? So for my, I'm going to go with the lock because my total is Sunday night baseball. Uh, The lock lock for me is the New York Yankees and Toronto Blue Jays. It's going to be the Yankees at minus 130. The Yankees are 15 and one in their last 16 games and nine and six on the run line. 
in Yusei Kikuchi's last three starts, he's starting for the Blue Jays. Uh, in his last three starts, he has an ERA of 19.07 with giving up four Ooh. runs to the Orioles and in four innings pitched, three runs to the Royals in 1.2 innings pitched, and four runs to the Twins in 5.2. Meanwhile, Severino is in great form with back-to-back 10 strikeout outings with only one earned against him in 13 total innings. The Bronx Bombers are rolling right now, so we're going to keep this one short and sweet. I like them at minus 130 here. Yeah, yeah you're right. The Yankees just they just appear to have the measure of Toronto. I mean, um, even tonight, Manoa was going along okay. But the Yankees themselves... Um, who Tyone was pitching, I think, tonight. Um, yep. Never really looked in trouble. And then um, the Aaron Hicks gets a three-run double, a three-RBI double, and it just changes the momentum. And um, there's certain teams who, when they're playing okay, you think it's they are going to fall back, um, or it's not. You can see a little chink in their armour. Uh, the Yankees don't look like that at all. It all seems no. very measured and very controlled at the moment, uh, which is quite un-Yankees, like, I'll be honest with you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, rolling along nicely. Yeah, but they're your World Series pick. We're, we're going we're yeah, yeah, to pump yeah, that yeah. up too. Um, but yeah, yeah we I'm... mentioned this. What? Go ahead, go ahead. No, you know you're all right, go ahead. No, we mentioned a stat. Uh, the Yankees, I believe, after the first game of the series and the second game of the series, now we mentioned it on like Thursday or Friday's podcast, they are, I believe, eight and three against Toronto in the season series so far. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, a huge, a huge difference maker that one. Um, okay, I've got my lock. Um, so this one we go up to the top of the page. Are we Sunday? Oh, there we go. One thirty-five early game, uh, Eastern first pitch, and it's the Tampa Bay Rays and it's the Baltimore Orioles. Um, Corey Kluber for the Rays and Jordan Lyles for Baltimore. Uh, the lines are, gosh, there they are. Uh, Tampa Bay minus one thirty nine, Baltimore plus one seventeen, and the total is set at eight. Uh, Kluber three and three, three fifty ERA, sixty one and two thirds, fifty four Ks and a one twelve whip. Lyles is four and five with a five ten ERA, uh, seventy two and a third pitch, seventy two Ks and a one fifty two whip. Um, I've really been enjoying Corey Kluber. I've handicapped him a lot over the last few weeks. Um, he had a zero earned run start against the New York Yankees last time out. Pitched in that one. Um, he's got a four or three road ERA, but there's one eight earned run start there on May the tenth against the LA Angels, uh, which does inflate it. I mean, yeah, that's how it works. You can't go taking those, uh, those runs out, um, but it's it's one start. Um, and like I say, he started, what, this will be his 13th game, I think he's starting so far this season. Um, Jordan Lyles has given up four, six and four earned runs in his last three starts. The ERA is um, an even six in his last seven. He is better at home. Uh, I'll give him that. He's 293 ERA at home. Uh, Tampa Bay lost four games in a row, as it stands, uh, and Baltimore have won two um, up until tonight. Tampa were ahead uh, by a run as we speak. Um, those things I think just make Tampa Bay slightly more backable um, I do like Kluber uh, I'm not having Jordan Lyles I think Tampa Bay do a win I had this one at minus 130 which I was a little bit more hap- um, more happy about taking than the minus 139 uh, but I'll stick with it if you do shop around there will be uh, a bigger price out there uh, so yeah Tampa Bay 
uh, money line against Baltimore's Maya Lochner. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it with Corey Kluber. I'm a huge fan of him. I mean, he's had a couple of rough years lately, but that that's a guy that just does not throw a straight ball, and he's one of one of my favorites, and he's got a great nickname in the Klubot, too. <laughs> nice, like it. Um, okay, so there's my three. Uh, you have one more winner, and it's the, like you say, it's the Sunday night baseball game. So, yeah, it should be a good game. Yeah, we've got a total in Sunday night baseball game that I'm going to go with, and uh, you can't you can't make a Sunday podcast and not give out a Sunday night baseball play, right? So right. what I'm going to do here is I'm going to I'm going to go contrary and I'm going to fade the public. A lot of people like to play that over in the primetime game. We're going under. We're going under eight here. Uh, the total is under eight. It's minus one twenty. Uh, Chicago is plus one thirty nine on the money line. Astros are minus one sixty two. And uh, the plus one and a half on Chicago is minus 139 plus or minus one and a half is plus 117 for the Astros. So the run line is playable on the Sunday night baseball game, too. I like both of the pitchers on the mound here. So I'm going to tail the under. I like I have my long shot American League Cy Young winner, Michael Kopech, who's been nasty this year. He's going to be bumping for the White Sox. He's got a two and two record. With a 192 ERA, 51 strikeouts, 24 walks, and 51.1 innings pitched. His last outing on Sunday Night Baseball versus the New York Yankees on May 22nd, he pitched seven innings of one-hit ball with six punchies, so he's not going to crack under the big lights. As for the home team, the Astros, my guy Christian Javier is going to go out there and shove because I'm going to need him in fantasy baseball. He normally gives the Astros here like a good solid four or five innings. He's a traditional long reliever, and then he's going to turn it over to their bullpen and let them finish it off here in the juice box. On the year, Javier has a 3-3 three and three record with a 3.20 ERA, 63 strikeouts, 19 walks, and 50.2 innings pitched. I like the under 8, minus 120. Um, you've made a great case. Um, obviously, I think it, it, it's a good number due to the the little stat we've got out. Um, and before last night, the the White Sox um, had scored five or more runs in seven straight games. They put up three last night, uh, but then they've evened it out by scoring seven tonight. Yes. So I think that counts really. Uh, they've scored ten over the last two nights, so that fits in. Um, so yeah, you're going to need that to come down a little bit. I mean, at some point, it's got to regress it. Um, they're not going to keep scoring that many runs. They have fixed themselves a little bit. Lewis Robert um, appears to have got his acts together a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I think we yeah, just get a team. great game. I think it's a great low-scoring game here. I think. Yeah. I mean, uh, White Sox could have put up five, and the uh, Astros could put up two. I mean, they could get into that bullpen pretty quickly. Yeah. And, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Pay your money and take it. You should say... It's a good play, Noah. Uh, it's a good play, Noah. I like it. Right. Okay, then. Uh, so we are done. Uh, wow. Six, <laughs> six bets given out. What time uh, is it over there, Malcolm? Me? Oh, well, it's it's four minutes past uh, midnight. If you want to be the first to wish me um, a happy Father's Day, then I know I'm not your father, but um, I'll, happy I'll take Happy Father's it. Day, Malcolm. <laughs> oh, thanks. You d- I do feel like you're the uh, errant son that I never had, mate. So. <laughs> Um, uh, about five minutes before we started recording I got shouted upstairs because the boy the actual son has picked up all (laughs) over the place Um, Uh and it like he's absolutely caked he was caked the bed was caked everything was covered in puke so 
the missus had to change this. Oh. <laughs> he, he, said, the he said it's an hour before my time. It's an hour before yeah, my yeah. day. You can you can take that. Tonight. I I had to throw him in the shower, and uh, that was my job. Um, so, but yeah, it's nothing to do with the giant bar of chocolate the size of his head that he won after Corey Connor sunk that sixty <laughs> footer the other day. Uh, so yeah, father of the year has probably come back to bite me. Um, right, cheers, Noah. Um, we'll be it's back the, tomorrow the, night. The whole chronicles of the story in in between episode to episode to episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm hoping that uh, I don't hear any little voices shout in the next couple of hours because I know I'll be faced with a wall of vomit again. Um, right, yes, man. This has been fun. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night, maybe with D Rock and Alpine Moon. I'll be back at some point as well uh, once he returns down the mountains. Um, good luck with all your bets. Enjoy Sunday night baseball. Yeah. Um, Happy Father's Day. Enjoy all the blue gear, hopefully, like all the blue numbers and the blue bats and whatnot. All of that, yeah. Um, no idea what you're talking about. Um, well, they, they cheers, use the everyone. blue baseball bats and the blue numbers on their jerseys. Did they? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. They did it for Mother's Day too, for the pink. Uh, you see, I'll get some socks and possibly some cheese. There, that's my, my <laughs> go-to gift. How many times yeah, is yeah. that in a row for cheese mentioned on the podcast too? <laughs> we nearly got through the entire episode without mentioning cheese. 20 words before we're about to leave, it's turned up. It's Moonaf and his Swiss cheese adventures. Um, right. What other words do you um, need uh, to say to make it an MLB gambling podcast before we end it? Uh, well, just normally bits and bombs, bits and bombs. Bits and bombs. Normally, we get them all in bingo. Someone's won. Uh, someone's won ten dollars on the bingo, bingo card. Okay. Um, enjoy your Sunday night baseball. Enjoy your uh, college baseball. Uh, this has been fun, uh, and we will see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>